listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Well, it's one of my favorite times of the service. It's testimony time. So I want you to clap your hands and welcome um, a very special sister for a very special testimony. Let's welcome our sister Paula. I mean, wow, I think some of the ladies are taking note of the outfit, please take your seats, thank you, wowza, <laughs> so tell us who you are and where you're from, hi, Hi. It's, it's loud, it's loud. Hi, hi everybody. My name is Paula and I'm from the welcoming team <coughs> and the Stockwell Centre. So, Airport Stars and Stockwell Centre. Wow. Okay. And what is your testimony about? <laughs> um, how God preserved my life <clears throat> from a fatal accident. Wow. Okay. So, tell us what happened. So, basically, a couple of weeks ago, I was on my way home from Midwick Service. It was a norm- Is that the Stockwell Centre? Oh, yeah, the Stockwell okay. Centre. No problem. It was just a normal day. Everything fine. Everything okay. <clears throat> and then afterwards, I just was on my way home, and I was involved in a bus accident where two buses collided with each other, and um, a car, obviously, was the one that caused the accident. So, as I was going, I walked past the station and then I was just like oh the bus is taking ages what am I gonna do and then I was just like oh do I walk home and that's like another 21 minutes now just like no I'm not gonna walk home I'm just gonna get the bus and then so the bus came normally we wait for like a few minutes and then when we wait for a few minutes it just literally just came and I got on the bus and I was thinking oh okay fine so <laughs> the story is very interesting isn't it so it went past the station, and it went on past the station. So I looked up, and I was just like, oh, the high street looks a bit dirty. But then it was Halloween. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you were on the bus. Yeah, so yeah. <clears throat> as the bus went past the high street, I just heard, like, boom, which meant that my buses had collided with... My, the bus that was on and stuff, as it was going through a house, my head constantly kept on banging on the metal pole. Okay, so the bus <laughs> was driving, then you heard the bang, then yeah. it actually had gone through a house. Mm-hmm. And there was another bus involved, wasn't it? Yeah. And then as the bus, as my bus was going through the house, my head just constantly kept on banging on the metal pole. And then obviously, if you know me, if I'm not on the phone, I'm always talking, <clears throat> watching TV, like a soap. So this particular day, I was watching Hobie City. And, then, 
Anyway, when I was watching the Holy Spirit, so, quote story short, I was involved in the fatal accident, and then sadly, the bus driver passed away. And then, when he passed away, so, it was obviously just a blur, and I recall just, <clears throat> as my head was gashing down with blood, all I said was, God, I'm not going to die today. Oh, I think we actually have some pictures, just to show you what the accident actually looked like. So you can see that that's half of the bus gone. The bus driver passed away and Paula was in the bus. But by the grace of God, she's standing in front of you today, sharing the testimony. So what were you saying after the accident? You were praying. So I was praying. And um, my skull had obviously popped out. And um, as I was sitting on the bus... Blood was just gushing out my forehead. And then as the blood was gushing out my forehead, so Pastor Bible was talking to me. And I was like, oh, how's my head? Is it okay? And obviously he was like, yeah, it's fine. But I just felt like a flesh, like obviously hanging out. But thank God I didn't see what happened. Because when I saw the pictures, all I could say was just thank you, God, for everything. Because it was just down to God. And you said that as you were sitting on the bus, you remembered a prayer that Bishop Richard had prayed. Yeah, so a week before the accident, Bishop said, there will be no unexpected death. You should not die before your time. There will be no fatal accident. And I believe that prayer honestly saved me. Wow. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. So what would your encouragement be for everyone that's heard your testimony? What I would say is, if it's your first time here, you're not here by chance. Literally, you're in a good church. There's prayer, there's preaching. Take the preaching, take the prayer seriously. Because if I hadn't received those prayers, I would not be talking to all of you today. Wow. Clap for Paula's testimony. I thought you'd be clapping more. What a powerful testimony of God's salvation. Thank you. Wow. So some of you, when Bishop Richard is praying and you're just sitting there casually, you don't know that your lack of activity, you could actually be rejecting the preservation of your life. Wowza. I think we should clap for Paula again and clap for Jesus for such a miracle. Excuses, you will hear me. 
take your journey, you must pass over the river I know. Behold, I have given into thy hand. See home, the Amorites, the king of Heshbon. I have given you his land. Contend with him in battle, and no city will be too strong for you. You've got to take new territory. Whoa, new territory. Whoa, take new territory. Whoa, new territory. Whoa, a great door is open unto you, but there are many adversaries. Be strong in the Lord and courageous. Maintain your aim, sustain the mission in times of peace. Be ready for war, fight extremes with extremes, surprise your enemy, outthink your enemy, extinguish your enemy. Strike like lightning, overcome superior enemies. Be strong, whoa, and courageous. Whoa, you gotta be strong, whoa, and courageous. Whoa, a great door is open unto you. There are many adversaries. Be strong in the Lord and courageous. Defend yourself. Know your enemy, surround your enemy, know your invisible enemy, humble your enemy, be decisive, be united at all levels, against all wickedness, eliminate disloyalty, don't deal with your enemy in the spirit of benevolence. Whoa, you gotta be strong, yeah, whoa, take new territory. Whoa, new territory. Whoa, a great door is open unto you. Be 
clap one more time for Stella. Are you overcoming your enemy? Extinguishing your em- enemy? <laughs> Eliminating your enemy? Well, I believe that after today's message that you will have superiority and power over your enemy. Amen. So let's stand to our feet because we've come to the best and the most blessed time of the service. Let's clap our hands and with a shout unto God, welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Aye. I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and say. Father, thank you for the blessed opportunity to be in church and to be alive, believing in you, worshipping you, looking up to you, Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Let your will be done today. May Satan be defeated. May every work of the enemy be defeated, Lord. May every agent of the enemy be cursed, Lord, to wither and to fail thank you Lord for your word for today Lord fill us Lord fill us with your spirit grant us revelation give us light grant us understanding give us counsel and give us strength Lord may we be stronger through the counsel of your word Lord thank you Father for this great blessing and this blessed opportunity. I give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. Take your seats and let's hear the word of God. Ready to hear the word of God? Great. Second Corinthians chapter 10. And um, we are sharing on Know Your Invisible Enemies. And we are on the chapter, Demons and the Impartation of Thoughts. Hallelujah. Demons and the Impartation of Thoughts. We shared a couple of weeks on the symptoms of demonic presence. 
because um, you didn't know. You didn't know when something is around that is not good or it's not good. And if you think that you're understanding the symptoms of demonic presence, presence, uh, the presence of demons are around, what would they do? Isn't it? And so now we're moving on to demons and the impartation of thoughts. Hallelujah. Now the scripture says that, now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent, am bold toward you. Verse 2 says that, but I beseech you that I may not be bold when I'm present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. Verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Now, this is a very important point that um, Paul is saying to the church in Corinth, that though we walk after the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Because it's very easy to think that because we are flesh and blood, so all our battles are based on physical things and, um, and, and people that you see physically around you. Um, to be honest, you, you, you have to learn how to even understand that even when it's a, a human being, like a person that is working against you to know that it's a spirit that is behind it. So the scripture is saying that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. The battle is not really in the fleshy zone or in the, in the realm of the physical do you understand? So you have to know and be able to. You see, that's why that's why um, Peter was speaking to Jesus and was trying to tell him to change his ministry and change the way he 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 wants to he wants to live for his Father in heaven. And Jesus turned round and said to him, "That get behind me, Satan! Get behind me!" Because it's like he can hear the voice of Satan. It's only Satan that will tell you and direct you against your calling, your ministry your relationship with God, your work for God, it's Satan. It's only Satan who would, who would be doing that. It's only, and, and he would work through, he will work through a human being. But it's up to your um, determination to know and understand it, that this is Satan trying to take me off the course that God has called me onto. I pray, I pray, it's my prayer, I pray that I don't change I even pray that I'll get worse. If worse is worse or better. Worse, I'll get worse. Because when someone tries to um, come in between me and what I believe is my calling, that person's an enemy. Hmm? Yeah. If someone tries to tamper with a church that God has called me to pastor and to build, that person's an enemy. No matter, no matter who it is, you, are, you become an enemy. I may not have an angry face, but you're an enemy. In my private prayers, I curse you by day and by night. I curse, I'm telling you. I don't fall any short of cursing. I curse by day and by night. To destroy a church. To, to uh, confuse people in the church. 
to make people in the church become disloyal, become unhappy, become disgruntled. I kiss you by day and by night. Mm. Don't deal with the enemy in the spirit of benevolence. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people act like fools. But they are under the influence of demons and devils. So they behave, they behave like fools. Foolish arguments, foolish questions, foolish things. I mean, how can... <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. And you see them, it's like the human beings walking by, it's like you're, look, you're looking, you're staring at a fool, an idiot. Who doesn't even understand what it takes, what it takes for a soul to be saved? Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what it took? It takes for a soul to be saved? It took Jesus dying on the cross, shedding his blood. I mean, when I say dying, I mean dying. Not, not, vis, not, visiting, not visiting the morgue. He wasn't a tourist. He wasn't a tourist to a morgue and he came back. He actually died, shed his blood. And then you will rise up with your flimsy, flimsy, trivial um, suspicions, feelings, and aims of life. And cause somebody to backslide. May you be cursed. Yeah. That's my stance. He died. Jesus died. Shed his blood for the salvation. And then in the course of life. For your flimsy. Trivial. Can I use the word stupid? Yes. Stupid. 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 Feelings of. I mean. The face you are. You see. You are, let's say you are 26. It's just for a, a year. And every, you see, every phase of life has its delusions. There's something we call current state delusions. CSDs. Your age gives you some delusion because it, it makes, it makes you, it freezes your vision of life. And you feel like this is all that you can live for. Like, especially, especially teenagers suffer from that a lot. We feel, you feel you're going to be a teenager forever. 16 to 18. It's like, man, this is it. This is it. This is it. Do you remember when you were a teenager? Yes. But you see that delusions, the delusions don't end there. It comes as every face has its delusions. Every age has its delusions. You know, the teenage one is, I think, it's, it's quite strong. Because you feel, you feel, you actually feel, you actually feel you are walking in the air. It's like, look, you're in control of the world. It's like you have everything. You even, you feel, you feel richer than the richest man in the world. You feel you have everything. You feel you know everything. I don't know if you can identify with that. Yeah. You really feel good. And then when you pass through that state, you look back and you laugh. Yeah. And then you laugh, and then you laugh at those who are in that face now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you see, you move out of it, finish uni, graduate, whatever. Then you move on, then there's another faith. 
when I was like, it's like, it's when the need, the need for marriage. Then another delusion sets up. Say it. <laughs> I should say all, isn't it? Yeah. Another delusion starts. Another, another one starts. And we'll be talking. We'll be talking. Say, we'll be talking. Say it to you. I stole you. You, say, you won't listen. Like you weren't listening when you were a teenager. You won't listen. They say, talking. Be like this. Do it like this. Talking. And I'm mine. It's another delusion. And then right after the wedding, you discover the, the delusion. I don't know whether they are... Uh, uh, paratroopers or whatever. They just disappear. Or I don't know what they are. They are like steam. They are like water that is boiling. It just evaporates. It's like, now it's like, we've seen you off. Now live. <laughs> then they just go. Like, <laughs> That's how they are. It's like, we've gone. It's like, we've gone. Have, have you traveled before? Have you gone on holiday before? Okay. There's a delusion about traveling. Or when you've traveled, when you're not at home. Do you know that delusion? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Do you know what that delusion is? It's a delusion of money is not money. You spend. You just spend. (laughs) Is it true? And then when you come back, Suddenly it's like, how? Why? Sit down. Yes. It's happened to you before. (laughs) I thought I was the only one. When you travel, it's like 200 pounds is like two pounds. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's okay that you are spending. Oh, so I'm not alone. No. I've always thought I was alone. No. Yeah. 200 is like two pieces. Like, oh, it's okay. So the problem. Yeah. No be anything. Yes, no be anything. No be anything. No, you're spending. When you come back, then you look at your bank statements. <laughs> Some of these shops, the back says that you can't recognize. You don't. You can't. You don't know why they have interesting names. They have Chinese names, Japanese names, and you're wondering where, where is this? Where is this? And you, you see, you, you ask yourself, when did I buy this? <laughs> Who is this? You call them. <laughs> So I'm explaining to you, I'm explaining to you how a delusion works. It actually tells you that you're okay. It's okay. You don't need anything more. This is it. It's like this, that all is, this is all that is important for your life at this phase. So you have to be very careful about the phases of life. 
the phases of life. Because every phase has its delusion. Every phase has delusion. You see, older people, older when people are very old, they have another delusion. It's like the whole world has to respect them. Have you met something like that before? The whole world. It's like the whole world has to respect them. Anything you do or you haven't do, you haven't done. I almost said you haven't do. <laughs> you, you haven't you haven't done. It's like you don't respect. You don't respect. Don't respect. Don't respect. You have to respect. You don't respect. Respect. It's like the whole world. The whole world. When the whole world sees you, they have to know your age and treat you and treat you like a great grandparent. I don't even know why people like to be old. If you're old, pretend like you're young. It's better to be young than to be old. Do you know that? Yes, better to be youthful than to be this old, grumpy, angry, respect, salute, greet me, greet me, do you greet? Hey. One day somebody came to uh, one of our churches. And I was there, and the person said, yeah, it, it, she has a, it was a lady, she has a complaint. I said, well, what's, what's the complaint? He said, these, these people in this, in this church, they don't greet. I said, hey, do you understand greeting? It means that when we come to church, like how we've come to church like this, when you see her, you have to say, good afternoon, auntie. Good afternoon, auntie. Good afternoon. And that was a complaint. So that I was on the phone, I was wondering, how do I solve this problem? Because I was imagining, do I put in the announcement? Oh, do I come and make an answer? I mean, it's like when you say greet, I mean, I mean how? Do you understand greet? What you say, say hello. But no, you don't, you don't say hi. No, that's not what she's asking for. That's what you use the word greet it. It's different from hi and hello. Is that what you say? Good afternoon. You say good afternoon, auntie. After, uh, auntie, please, good afternoon. Which is, I mean, which is, which is nice. It says nice, it's good training, it's good, I mean, it's good upbringing. I will say that, don't, don't greet when you see I grown up. But it's like, why are you fighting for such a thing in church? Why has such a thing become a church issue? Like national crisis. You've called, you've called me in my house. You complain. When you come, these, these poopy stars, they don't respect. I mean, they didn't say the poopy stars, but I've just given something. That these people, they say, no, no, greeting, you want this. So you see, I'm, I'm still explaining to you that every phase of life, so you see, be careful not to overreact, overemphasize, overpursue, overachieve something that you find needful. Because of your age. Because it's only necessary because of your age. Or your face of life. So don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. You feel like having sex every morning, isn't it? It's your age. And your, and your imagination and dreams... So, so don't overdo it before you realize by the time you've slept. You, if, even your wife, if, as we are all happy, you're going on, you had your wedding, you're going on honeymoon, we're all jumping, honeymoon, excitement. For, for you, you're not going anywhere because there's nothing new. 
You've seen, done, conquered, overcome everything. As we're excited, it's like, man, the girl honeymoon. It's like the mood is going to be nice, going to be exciting. What we don't know is that what is we don't know rather is that you've been on the moon now you've come you just come yeah yeah on earth it's like yes yes even to your surprise is that when you marry this same person that you can't keep your hands off she'll be passing by naked like a banana and and. And Arsenal will be playing football. And she'll be talking to you, nigga, and you'll say, Excuse me, you're blocking my view. Can you? Can you? Lacazette is about to score. Can you move so I can see clearly? You see, and she'll be so hurt because she'll remember the days when you were like, wow. Man. My Lord and my God. Jesus. But now there you are. When you are having your shower, he you, you, you rather he will not even come in to even say that. Oh, yeah, but look, he will rather shout from behind and say, "Can you come out quickly? I'm ready late. Can you come out? Can you come out quickly?" If he opens the door and he enters, he will not even say, "Oh, what a beautiful girl I have here." He will just say, mm, "What did you do before you went to the shower?" Mm. You know that thing when it's mixed with the steam in the soap. You don't understand what I'm talking about. So as he's treating you like an angel, don't be deluded. Because you know, you know, you know it's not the case. Because when the delusions, when the spirits leave him, and he starts treating you as you are, you, you'll be hurt. So ask whatever he says, whatever he says, just, just tell yourself the truth. Always tell it, look. This is who I am. He just doesn't know. He just doesn't know. He just doesn't know. Soon he will know. Soon he will know. Soon he will know that I can't wake up before 10 o'clock. Yes. 
You're saying something. No, if you have sisters, those brothers, those of you who have sisters, don't think that the person you've seen in church is better than your sisters. Can, okay. you, can you see how your sisters sleep? Yes. And they don't move. She's also the same. Girls sleep more than boys. They don't move. They don't move. When they fall into the bed, they don't move. I'm preaching. Or, or it's not it's not true. Or first love girls don't sleep that long. <laughs> we'll ask your brothers. We'll ask your brother that live with you. That's all. If I want to know about Christmas, all I have need to do is to make Dashen my friend. And Ethan. I don't have to have Ethan that the, the sister how? They'll say, hey. A sleeper, it be like he die. Guys like activities. Football, this, going here. Go yeah. You see, we, we can sleep, but when we wake up, we're on the move. <laughs> Look, you'd be, you'd be surprised you're on the phone. Look, next time you call your friend, don't tell her that I told you to come and do this test. Just ask her, where, where are you? You see, she'll, she'll say that I'm home. Then they'll know, where, where in your house? Where? Where in your house? Where, where in your house are you? Where, where in your house? Where in your house? I tell you, 98.6% of the time, she's under the duvet. She'll be talking to you nicely, nice voice, everything, but she's in, the, she's in bed. You'll be walking in your room, pacing up and down and talking. They say something. No, she's under the duvet. No energy. Anyway, so we do not walk in the flesh. Don't we walk in the flesh. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. I'm just trying to spray away some of the delusions. Because it's a waste. It's a, you're, you're just, you're, before you realize imp- all important things in your life, you've rather driven it out of your life for something that is... I mean, can you imagine paying two million pounds for a loaf of bread? But that's how some of us behave when we get to certain faces. What, what, you are, what you are sacrificing for the thing that you want is not worth that, that much. It doesn't cost that much. It's like literally you've gone to the bank, borrowed two million pounds, and then you walk into Asda. You say, how much is uh, Asda loaf of bread? What? 169. What type of bread do you eat? <laughs> I don't want to tell you who it is. Sit down. I don't want to tell you who it is. Relax. <laughs> Maybe what? Good. 
fair. If or not, I have to preach, okay? I have to preach. I have to preach. Are you quiet? Okay. Uh, we've got one six now. You to give me your own one. How much how much do you buy your bread? Fifty-four P. Okay. Yes. It's okay. We are settling for fifty-four P. It's okay. So he eats one sixty-nine. No problem. No problem. Quiet. Jeez. So fifty-four P. A loaf of bread. Is it sliced? (laughs) Are you not glad you can laugh in church? (laughs) 54p. (laughs) Brother, there's a place you can get it for 64p. That's like three loaves for you. (laughs) (laughs) At the height of your delusions, when you don't give in to counsel and advice and direction, you will spend two million pounds on something that costs 54p and will finish as fast as a loaf of bread will finish. Yes. You know when you buy a loaf of bread, if you don't eat it quickly, it goes off. Yes, so you have to eat it fast. Either eat it fast or just decide that, look, I'll throw it away. Or buy a smaller loaf. Yes. The smaller loaves, how much do they cost? 19p. 13p. After 2 o'clock. After 8 p.m. It's what? 13p. <laughs> you see, you've been wasting money on a lot of things. People know the time to go shopping. <laughs> 13p. One, three. A big one. But I'm saying to you, I'm saying to you, most of the things, most of the things that make you feel in your life that it is very important, I must get, I must have. If I don't take it now, it's going to be a great loss. I'm making a great mistake. That's where a mistake is. As soon as you're under pressure to do something, know that you're about to make a mistake. Just know you're about to make a mistake. As soon as you're under pressure, pressure. Have to get this thing. How many of you have bought something in the shop then you returned it? Yes. Think carefully the circumstances under which you got it. Yeah. You felt, look, if I don't take it, this is a very good thing, it's a very nice thing. I really need to get one. I must have one. And then when you get your eyes, I know. Yes. That's delusions. That's delusions. I'm explaining like the brother who buys the Gucci yeah. bread. <laughs> or Louis Vuitton bread. <laughs> I think today he's discovered that he can buy bread for 13p. 
and it wouldn't change anything about you. Wouldn't change anything about you. You see, we we used to have, I mean, we still do. We have uh, something we call PFI. That's Pastors Fellowship International. So pastors, we come together, we meet, eat, we move from home to home, home to home. I've been waiting for my pastors to marry so they will have homes. Because we can't come to your house when you are with your parents. Or when, or when you are renting one bedroom. So we go from home to home. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Home to home. And I remember once we were going to this particular couple's home and there lady came to confide in me that she hasn't got drinks. <laughs> I said, but we are not coming to drink. The aim is not food. So I said, I'll give you, I'll show you a trick. I asked her, what type of drinks do you buy? Then she mentioned this kind of Gucci bread and Gucci drink. <laughs> <laughs> So I said to her, look, I'll give you, I'll show you something to do. I said, go to Tesco. (laughs) Look, if you disrupt my preaching again, we'll pawn you. Listen. So I said, do you know the, what's the Tesco brand called? Value. So I said, the orange juice in Tesco. Go. I said, just between you and me, just go and get those ones. I said, don't put those cartons on the table to serve us. That's what, that's what you are worried about. He said, yes. I said, get a jug. <laughs> Cut the cartons open. Pour it in and put some ice cubes in it. And let the jug sweat. I said, when we walk in, when we walk in, serve us with Tesco Value orange juice. Those people that you think they drink Gucci orange juice and Louis Vuitton orange juice. Watch them go for seconds. That is where you will know that they themselves don't know the difference. If there is a difference, they don't know the difference. So she said, thank you very much, Pastor. So we went. When we got to the house, there were jugs of orange juice on the table. So I asked her, have you done studies? It was sweating. Dead. I was watching someone go for the first glass. He didn't even move from the table. He sat there and quaffed at the table and poured another one. Then I looked at it. We've got the first mouse. <laughs> We've caught the first mouse. The first rat has been trapped. People say all kinds of things. We like this. We are to this. It's a, it's a delusion. And it's a waste of money. Yeah. You feel when you have this, that means that you are rich. Then you don't know a rich person. Wow. Yes. Feel when you have this, that means I'm rich. And I have this. It's, they are all delusions. They are all delusions. And wicked spirits that are aiming for you to be poor. See, when you are like this, then it's this and this. I don't wear this wig. I do Look, those of us from the male species that you are trying to impress, about the week that you don't, we don't know the difference. We don't know the difference. Apart from that too, apart from that too, let me help you. Let me help you. I'm not saying you should, you should leave your hair scruffy. That will also bring you problems. But what I'm saying, apart from that too, our range of view, you understand, a male, 
a young adult male, when he sees a lady, his range of what he's looking at doesn't get to the crown of the head. Do you understand the English I'm speaking? Yes. Doesn't get to the crown of the head. But when it gets to the crown, it comes down very quickly. You see, but you, you come down very quickly. Oh, oh, you don't understand. Reverend James, I don't, they don't understand what I'm saying. And the ladies are the ones who look at hair and you analyze the hair. We, we don't care. We care, but we don't care that much. Because yeah. if it's not nice, we will say, ah, but who will be this? I mean, Some of your eyelashes sometimes it frightens us. Yes. Yeah, we actually wish you wouldn't do it because we say, well, what, what, What's this? It's about, it's like you're about to fly. Yeah. Brothers, what I'm saying, is it true? Or true. Yes. Yeah. But why haven't you told them? Look, sit down. So, for though we walk in the flesh, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. I got into all these things because I was talking to you about delusions that makes you feel well. And the delusions are their spirit that makes people stubborn, stubborn, proud, almost about to destroy your life over something that is not worth destroying your life over. So become more conscious of the fact that you're not warring after the flesh. There are spirits. There are invisible spirits. Invisible spirits. Now, the key, master key, master key of a devil, or a spirit, let me not use the word devil, let me use the word spirit. A spirit is operating in someone, including you. The master key to notice that thing, that there's a spirit, good or bad, good or evil, but there's a spirit at work. The master key to detect what spirit it is is the type of thoughts you have. Yes, the thoughts. The thoughts. The thoughts. It's like, it's like, it's like entering into a, a country by air. You arrive at an airport. Yes, so entering, entering into a person, spirits arrive on the mind. On the mind and affects how you think. You see, how you think affects your countenance. When you are sad, it means you're having sad thoughts. So it affects how you look. When you are happy, it means you're having happy thoughts. So it affects your countenance, how you feel, how you look. This, I mean, this is the, the uh, um, Nehemiah and um, I think it was Cain. It was their countenance that was used. Why is your countenance falling? There's something wrong. Countenance is your face. Why is your face like that? Why is your face like that? You're happy all along. You've been happy. We are always happy. When we're in church, you are happy. You are jumpy. How can we are preaching? You are not jumpy. How can you? You are not blessed anymore. You are not blessed. Rather, after church, you're going to do a post-mortem on the message. To, to, to indoctrinate the people around you how the message was not good. 
devils have entered into your head. This is why you gave your life to Christ. This is why you even rededicated your life to Christ. This is why you were taught you believe in school. This is why we slapped, we slapped your head for you to start speaking in tongues. This, this is the place. This here. The question you have to ask yourself is what has entered into you? Thank you for that encouragement. I'm going to take my I was actually in a hurry. I'm going to take my time now. Because what has entered into you now? But now, instead of being blessed and learning more, you have now become a specialist in pathology. Going to check. Analyzing. Killing, killing the message. Killing people. Anybody around you will be affected. That's why you see I'm talking to people about, I'm talking to you about demons. So you, if you see it in yourself, you should also be able to see it in your friend. Say, hey friend, something has entered into you because now the way you think, the way you think, the, I mean, the way you think is different. What you are saying is different. Why, why have you changed so much? So look at the next verse. Second Corinthians. Take me back. Verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. They are not carnal, they are not physical. So in any case, if you are not dealing with physical things, you don't need, you don't need physical weapons. So that's why it's confirmed that we are, we are not, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Therefore, the weapons we use to fight are also not physical. But they are mighty through God. They're pulling down our strongholds. Verse 5. Casting down imaginations. Can you see where the, where the battle has begun? Imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So now you see, now you're going to be dealing with imaginations and thoughts. Imaginations and thoughts. Imaginations and thoughts. I'll show you Isaiah 11. Look at Isaiah 11 as well. So you, you, you see where the battlefield is. That's what I'm showing you. Where the, battlefield, where the battle begins and the battle probably even ends. It's the mind. Look, pray, pray. You never have a wrong thought and the wrong imagination and then you follow through. You believe it and you follow through and it becomes difficult to correct that thought. There's some people when they start saying some things you have to walk away or you have to say don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Because if that seed enters your head ooh. It's very difficult to change the mind of someone. Very, very difficult. Very, very difficult. Try, tell, try, try telling a madman who has these kind of hallucinations and images. Try telling that person that this human being is not a tree. No, there, there was a case where someone was hacking people down with a machete. Was hacking people down. 
He said, no, he's not, he's not killing people. He's cutting down trees. You see, it's, it's, it's easier to say, hey, because it's, like, it's an extreme case. It's extreme. It's extreme. It's like, how can you see human? But it's the mind. And I'm talking to you about spirits. That something has entered the mind. So the mind sees things in a certain way. That's how come you can be told that the church is a bad church. Pastor is a bad pastor. All the, all the pastors are bad people. And you believe it. You see, but that one, you won't say, hey, shh. But you see, you see, pastors, God has called them, chosen them, using them. They are human beings. Everybody, God, God doesn't use angels. I don't know why. I don't know why he doesn't use angels who are perfect. He uses human beings. Human beings who eat, they poo-poo, they fush, they, in the morning they have bad breath, they, they, they have feelings, they have faults, I mean, but those are the ones that God uses. And because you don't read your Bible, you haven't discovered that he, God has said that I'll take the foolish things of this world to confine you who is too wise. I'll confuse you with it. I'll confuse you with it. If you read your Bible, you'd have taken your hands off human beings that God is. You'd have said, hey, look. You'd rather pray for us and say, God save me from jealousy. That you, uh, I, I'm jealous that you didn't choose me. Because you are equally bad. What you're saying, that is it. I don't even know why you criticize her. You are just, ba- you are just as bad as, yeah. as, as a bad. As a bad. <laughs> you are bad as a bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So I don't even understand your discussion or your criticisms. Because when, enter, when the thought enters, it was easier for you to say, hey, to someone who said that I'm cutting down trees. He said, he said, I'm cutting down trees. But he was killing human beings. I'm cutting down trees. It's a thought. When people are spoken to and spread up all these people with this color or of this faith, bad people, kill them. You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't understand how is a person's mind working that you look at a fellow human being and say, I'll kill you. I'll kill you because of what you stand for and what you believe. I'll kill you because you don't believe in what I... I'll kill you. It's, it's a mind. That's a scripture that's a, it's a stronghold. It's a mind that a person has. Someone can even make you hate your own mother and your own father. Capitalizing on the your current state delusion. Yes. Yeah. Can make, you, can make you hate people they are supposed to respect. And, and I've explained to you that they have demons. Instead of honoring, you hate. Anyway, Isaiah 11, you keep running away from my face. Verse 2. I'm showing you the things. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom. And understanding, then the spirit of counsel and might, then the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. I mean, look where the spirit of the Lord rests upon him. Look, wisdom, understanding, counseling, knowledge, all a way of thinking. All a way of thinking. All a way of thinking. The leading sign, the leading sign that you have the Holy Spirit or you are anointed is the way you think. Not how you fall. Or how people fall. It's how you think. You say you've become wise. 
The first time you encountered the Holy Spirit, you made a decision. You lift out your hand and said, I'll give my life to Jesus. That's your first encounter with the Holy Spirit. You took a decision. So both, both the Holy Spirit and evil spirits, their first point of call is the mind. So now the mind becomes the real battlefield. What is he thinking? What's he imagining? Why are you even feeling this way? Your feelings come from your thoughts. Your feelings, they come from what you have seen, what you have heard, what you have been told, and feelings start. Mm? So there we go. We are closing in two and a half minutes. You've learned something today, haven't you? So look at it, John 14. John 14, verse 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. To your remembrance. When the Holy Spirit starts working, he, he brings things to your mind. So when people are forgetful, it means they don't have the Holy Spirit. When you don't remember good things, positive things have been done for you. You don't have the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will prompt you. Will bring you what the Bible says. What the scripture says. What you've been taught. The Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance things that you need to remember. Good things that you need to remember. When you see someone misbehaving, fully misbehaving and, and rebellious, that person is void of the Holy Spirit. Destitute of the influence of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is coming to land on them. And another spirit takes over and says, down with your mom. Forget your dad. Down with the church. Down with the church. Especially people who attack authority. When they are not above authority. No No matter how good you are, Look, no matter how good you are, shut up. I would like to say that to you. No matter how good you are, no matter how pure you think you are, there's something called authority. You see, your attitude and rebellious attitude towards authority is what is what justifies the evil nature in you. Yes. Authority. God says, Christian, when God says that authority, don't tamper with authority. Don't tamper with it. It's God who sets. It's God who sets up. It's God who sets up a king and removes one. You can't say that. Me, I don't like this. You can't say. When you say, I don't like Trump. I don't like Boris Johnson. You are like a joker because God, God put him there. And the Bible says that pray for those who are in authority, not fight them or criticize them. The evidence, the evidence that somebody is is becoming affected by evil spirits. It's their fight and their speech against authority. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which church in this country or in this world that any of their members can approach me to have a discussion with, with me about their pastor. I don't know which one. I don't know who would even dare. I don't know who would even try. 
Say, I want to see you. Then you start discussing your pastor. As you are talking, I'll call your pastor and put you on and speaker. Yes. And say, this is what your church members listen. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who can have a discussion with me or even have a discussion with me about any of my pastors. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about the thoughts. The thoughts. It's very unsuspecting, isn't it? You wouldn't think, you wouldn't think that an evil spirit has come because of the way you think. I mean, when somebody is, is, is ministering, ministering has a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, how do you think it happens? Do you think it has some sensations? You see, there are people, understand something. There are people who have, there are different temperaments, different personalities. But the same, the same gift is at work. So some people may add drama to how they operate. It's just a person. That's how the person is. So if you, are, if you have the type that is impressed by drama, when you see the person who is very simple, Operates the same gift, but he's very simple. He has no drama. He's not into drama. He just says things. Sometimes even says it casually, like even in a conversation, you will think that he is not anointed. But it's more of your lack of knowledge of the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit works. I mean, a pastor, I mean Bishop Dag. He's very, he's very, it's like casual. But the things he says and things he does, very, 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 very weighty and very many years ahead of many other ministries. But very casual. When he says, do this, you'll see 10 years after him, that's when other ministries will start doing it. You see, five years after, before people are saying, hey, what is this? this by so when you say prophet, you, don't, you may not easily see prophet because when he's prophesying, he doesn't say, So what I'm saying to you now, so what am I saying to you now? I'm giving you a warning at this point that be careful not to despise and disrespect Something doesn't look, that doesn't look impressive. That's what I'm saying now. That's what I'm saying now. That's what I'm saying now. It's like a warning. Because it may not look impressive. It may not look impressive. It may not look impressive. You say, oh, these are little boys, little this, who are, who are pastors. I was also a little boy when I was a pastor. I was a little boy when I was a pastor. I was in my 50s when I was appointed a pastor. I was in my 20s. I was in my 20s. When I was appointed a pastor, I was in my 20s. I was like 25 years old. When I was dropped into this country, when Bishop dropped into this country, church, London church, I was barely 27 years old. Church, you can do, do. (laughs) Yes. So you see, the thing looks honest because someone will go for a 60-year-old with a pot belly and create. You, you, you see, you will respect more of that, but that is a sign that you are not spiritual. Wow. You are not spiritual. I was not even married. What's the matter? I was not married. I was not a married man. When I got married, I was a pastor. I married as, as Pastor Richard. Pastoring, wife, 
apartment, rent, council tax. I have to juggle. It's like, what, what, what are these things? Plus, plus a message on Sunday morning and then the mem- problems of the church members. All was on my plate. I remember, uh, you, you, you might know her, uh, Bishop Ogo's wife. You know Bishop Ogo? Yeah. Yes, his wife. She was a member here. Till today, she, till today, she, when, she, when she sees me, she will tease me that she remembers my marriage counseling. That she could see, that she, she could see that as I was talking, me myself, I didn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> Today she 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 laughs she's like she say hey, hey. hey. they're trying to counsel me <laughs> yeah but we're trying we're trying we've tried come on we're trying we're trying we're trying and we try why would I not try for others I'll try for others I'll back them I'll back them and I'll fight anybody for them. I'll, myself, I'll fight anybody. I'll catch anybody for them. Because I was given a chance. I was given a chance. Today, maybe when you see, say, man of God. Man of God. Isn't it what you see? You see, man of God, isn't it? You've been sending me texts. Oh, Bishop, the message yesterday was awesome. The presence. The presence. The presence. The aura. I mean, Bishop. I mean, now we know that Jesus is the answer. Now we know. But it's become like because somebody gave me a chance. Yes, give me a chance. To give people a chance. Your thoughts of not giving someone a chance are negative thoughts, evil thoughts, evil thoughts. Jesus never came into this country, uh, not country, into this world. Never came to this world as a grown man. He came, he came, he came, he came as a baby. He came pregnancy and he was king who gave birth to him. Yes. One day some tourists arrived in some country. They went to a remote part of that country. And then they met this old man sitting on the bench. And one of the tourists went to the old man and said, is there any important person who was born in this village? Do you know what the old man said? Do you know what the old man said? No. Do you want to know what the old man said? Yes. The old man said, no, only babies. Wow. Yes, only babies were born here. Wow. Only babies. Do you understand what their response? Yes. As the baby grows, it becomes important. So the people that you are canceling out of your life now, killing and fighting, you are fighting God's method, God's procedure. People God has called, God has chosen, God will use people that will people that will become a pillar for you or even your children to lean on. That's what you are fighting today because you don't you don't understand how God works. Jesus was a baby. He was born as a baby in swaddling clothes. In a few weeks, they will be celebrating his yes. birthday. Yes. Yes. Moses was born as a baby. 
put in a basket, put in front of Pharaoh, his number one enemy. But Pharaoh was like the mind of, uh, not you, the mind of some people who don't respect, who don't respect babies, don't respect how God works. So he looked, he looked at his leading, his greatest enemy of his life. He said, it's just, it's just a baby. He said to his daughter that, go and play with him. Yeah, go and play with him. But that is God's method. That is God working. Yeah, that's God working. Fighting what God is using because of negative thoughts. Bad things in your mind. So it's the Holy Spirit. That's what I was saying. Remember, see, I was telling you, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, all his best speech. Maybe very casually, very casually, doesn't say that the Lord said, doesn't add that. But maybe just says to you, just says to you, be serious with God. Or work for God. Work for God. Hmm. You may think it's very casual and very simple. The interview or discussion that led to my appointment as a pastor was had in a taxi, the back of a taxi on the streets of Accra. Yes, at the back of a taxi. I was sitting here, I was sitting here, Bishop was sitting here. He asked me, do you think you're called? Very casual, do you think you're called? I said, I shrugged shrug my shoulders. I said, do you think you're called to be a pastor? I did the same thing. I said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm called? I flow. And he answered. He said, yes, I think you are called. I said, then, then, then I am. Then we go. Then we go. Then we do. We go, we go, we go. Let's do it. Let's, let's do this call thing. Today we are here. Are you not happy that I'm here? Are you not happy that I answered the call? Yes. 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 But he didn't he, he didn't come and say and say. I saw he's just bitten into scotch bonnet. Shabakata You see, with that. With that, I dare not shrug my shoulders. I'll say, Lord, I'm here. You see me. But you have to understand that God uses human beings. Everybody with different personalities. Everybody with different personalities. There are people who cannot moderate a service. It's not because, it's not because they are not called. Like someone like me, I don't think you should easily choose me to moderate a service or to even MC a program or anything. I mean, in my whole life, I've been chosen to be an MC of a wedding once. After that, nobody again. Because weddings, the reception, happiness, dancing, and things that reception starts, reception will start around what? Around 4 p.m. or 5-ish. Then to run late into the evening. Look, by the time I finished, under my, when I was holding the microphone, I finished everything. Look, nobody said anything, but when I stepped outside, bright, 
hot. It was still hot afternoon. That's when it occurred to me. What have I done? What have I done? And I look, I look behind me. Like, and I said, I'm going. <laughs> Everything was over. Everything was over. Because I just said, look. You're welcome. Stand up. Let's welcome by the groom. They came in. Sit down. Uh, open prayer. Pastor this. Open prayer. Finish. Sit down. It's time to eat. Eat now. Everybody eat. They were eating. Speech. Yes, speech. Chairman. Yes, speech. Uh, these people want to say, put your hands together. Let them sing. Oh. Everything back to back. Oh, I was thinking to myself, after why are we here? Yeah, cake. Come and cut. Uh, Mrs. So so and so is cutting with them. Cut. Okay, they are cutting. One, two, three. It's cut. Pictures. Take the pictures. Finish. Sit down. Vote of thanks. Come and give vote of thanks. Closing prayer. Closing prayer. The grace. I've finished. Has that my job? That was the last time anybody ever invited me to come here. That was the last time. That was the last time. Yes. That was the last time. Last time. But it's not. It's not like I wasn't enjoying. For me, I was really enjoying the wedding. I was very, very happy. No, I really enjoyed. I felt I had done a good job. It's just when I stepped outside and I saw the sun that it occurred to me that no, this is not how it's done. Look, I don't have a joke. I mean, you see people say jokes. I don't. I don't have jokes. Don't have a joke. I have to think of a story. A cat was climbing the wall and the mouse was standing down there and said that no, you've gone too high. Come down. I don't have such stories. I don't have such stories. I don't have such stories. Yes. So that's why you see, you see a minister, you see even, even his dressing. When you, when you see his dressing, you are healed. <laughs> You say, you say, man, power has come. Yes. Even the chair, even the chair he will sit on, like a throne. This is the way he will walk in with his hand in his pocket. Look, I heard of a pastor when he's going to minister communion. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a lady who holds who holds his cups and things so she doesn't move. Do you see how big they just bring a table? No, for him, she is the table. And she doesn't move. She's standing there. I mean, if you drink that communion, will you not be healed? <laughs> that is her role. Her role for the whole session. Stand. I'm sure her hands are not even I mean the aura in the place. But you see, it's just it's just somebody's style. But I want to say to you, concentrate on the spirit. Yes, it's just somebody's style. This is, that's, that's how they go about things. That's how they like it. Some will skip, skip, dance, jumps to ooh, 
Ooh, I mean, I saw, I saw a preacher that day. He can dance. Look, when he's preaching, he would dance. I'm telling you, poopy stars cannot match him. The guys, look. The man would dance. But he's ministering. Yeah. It's like the spirit of joy comes into the church. He would, I mean, he can dance. He's, he's a, a little bit on the chubby side. So he has this round tummy. When he's moving at the time. Hey! You know, I was watching that. I was saying to myself, I, I don't have this gift. Even today when the uh, stars and stars with us, I was trying to shake. Was he shaking? Dandan was laughing at me. I was trying to do, when we were doing this, I said, I said ah, which part is it? I said, they seem to be moving. But when I do this, nothing is moving. And she was telling me, it's a shoulder. It's a shoulder. I said, I said it's, it's not moving. Look, at the end, I just said, I just said, look. I don't have the calling. It's not my gift. They should, they should do. Me to my turn will come. Yeah. Yes. When I took the microphone, are you not laughing? Yeah. Are you not happy? Yeah. Are you not blessed? Yeah. Hey. Yes. Hey. But I'm not dancing. My stomach is not rolling in front of me. Sit down. Yeah. So, thoughts are symptoms and signs of the presence of a spirit. That's established now. Thoughts. Thoughts. Either good or bad. When you have good thoughts, you should know that yes, God is working. Don't entertain negative thoughts so much. That's because of the depression, the moods, the problems. Every time you're concentrating on the problem. Don't concentrate on the problem too much. Let me read another passage to you. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. It says that finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Think about true things. Things that are true. Satan tells you you're ugly. Ask him, have you made a human being before? Ask him, have you? Yes, ask him, has he created a human being? He himself was created. How can he come and tell you that you are ugly? Has he made a human being before? Think of things that are true. Truth will tell you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And tell yourself more on the wonder side than the fear. (laughs) So what other things are true? What other things are honest? What other things are just? What other things are pure? Things are of good report? If there will be any virtue. And if there will be any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. For virtue, for praise. Your thoughts have to, you have to force your thoughts to run on certain lines. Yes. As every time you are condemning yourself, putting yourself down, saying you are not good, thinking that somebody doesn't like you, someone who is not even thinking about you, you say the person is not happy with you. The person can't remember the last time he thought about you. It's happened to me many times. When you're a pastor, it happens to you so many times. People think, I don't, I don't even know why they, they well, I know why they, they are thinking. 
but you, it's, it's a spirit. She, pastor doesn't seem, you don't. Look, re- recently, 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 should I tell you? Can you hear me? Do you think they can hear us? No, no, recently. Recently. Monday morning, somebody sent me a text. I said to myself, how? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Monday morning. Monday morning. Monday morning. By 8 a.m., the message has popped. I was, I was saying, look, I was down the Peter saying, And she, she's my wife. He's my wife's friend. So I, I said to my wife, look what your friend has sent me. What, what, what does he want from me? But what, what, what problem is this? Then she said, I'll just tell him that you, you like him. Is <laughs> 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 that the solution? Is that, is that simple? Yeah. If he thinks you don't like it, just tell him that you like him. A grown up, a grown up, a grown up man with children. Who I've known for years, I'm sure over 10 years. He's just walking through. For 10 years, he's been thinking. He doesn't like me. Every time I come near him, he rejects. I was wondering, when? I mean, how do you even reject somebody? You see what? Reject. (laughs) 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 No, no, no. So if, so if there will be virtue, if there will be praise, it will come from how you are thinking. It will come from how you are thinking. It comes from how you are thinking. And if you want evidence for negative things, to Satan will assist you. Yeah. Oh yeah, he will prove it. He will show that you you are not liked at all. He will tell that if you like, come go go to him again. You watch, you watch after church. Try going to say hello to him. Have you seen how he's talking to Morel and laughing to, with Morel? You go and try. You 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 to go. If like you to go and you go, he'll just say, "Hey, hello, you are blessed." <laughs> yes, but already you are convinced about something. And if you watch he talking tomorrow, you'll see that Morel is the one doing the talking and laughing. He's not laughing. He's not saying, you see, you say, I'm not saying anything. He is talking, he is laughing, he is jumping, he is loud. Oh, you should say it. Yeah, you see? Say it. Yes. And you are rather this cooler type of person with a lot of thoughts. When you come around, it's like, what more can I say? Because already I'm not saying much. So what can I say about you? Would you like me to bless you? Say, you are blessed. It's also say, I receive it. You are saying, you see, because the demons are already speaking, you say, I told you. You see, he's still there. You see how they are laughing. Look how they are even laughing. Look, he's even walking with him. He's walking with him all the way to his car. Look how they are walking. Look how they are laughing. Look, how they, are, look they are laughing. They are so happy. You are not liked. You are not, you are not wanted at all. But look carefully. Look carefully and see who is talking. And see who is laughing. You watch. Just watch and see who is laughing, who is talking. 
and explain to yourself why your mind is working that way. Which pastor doesn't like his church members? Why, why wouldn't he like his, his members? Why wouldn't he love his members? You compare yourself with moral. Are you moral? Are you, can you shout like him? Hey! <laughs> hey. Yes. Or you say he likes Aisha and Maria. He likes them. Yeah. Look, he's, got, he's created special chairs for them. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's true. I've created special chairs for them. Because they are very exciting to see when I'm preaching. I'm very happy to see them. Yes. If I bring you there, as I'm preaching, you'll be saying, Mercy. Even when, even when the message is pinching them, you, uh-huh, you see. It's okay, sit down, sit down. Yes, it's nice, it's nice. Even when they are the subject that is being discussed. Uh-huh. Yes. You see, I'm talking about eyelashes flying. You see, she'll say, hey. Is it not true? That's why when I see your eyelashes, I won't say anything. If I see her eyelashes, I'll talk. Yes, go to me. It's like my child. It's not, there's no problem. There's no personal nothing. Look, hey, remove it. Let's be happy. Just pull it off. Let's be happy. Hey, it's time to close. So if you don't sit down and be quiet. So. Take me back to John 14 and verse 26. Huh. You don't understand the preaching. You don't understand the preaching. You don't understand the preaching. You like the preaching? Can you see that it's not like someone doesn't like you, but you are different. God made us all of us different. He made all of us different. Yes. I have children, they are all different. All, oh, oh, they are not even two that are the same. One of them, I always, I always say, I always say to myself, hey, God has given me the child. Hey. Telling you, I'll be there. I say to myself, Hey, God has given me the child. Really, this child, I don't want to say he or she because I know you people, you start texting. This child relates with me like a church member and the pastor. Anything on the phone, anything, text. I say, Hey. Including this one, I said to myself, hey, God, you are, you, are re- you are really helping me to understand the other members in the church. Anything, everything, oh. It's like you must talk for to talk, answer the question. <laughs> hmm. 
Just say, hey, God, you have blessed me. You have really blessed me with the sheep. Sheep daughter. The sheep daughter. <laughs> I have the sheep daughter. It's not like you like this one. So you like, everybody can't be the same. Everybody is not the same. Everybody is not the same. And especially when you're going to marry, I'll tell you something you don't know. You are likely to marry someone exactly the opposite of you. But you may not know when you are doing it. It's after when the, everything is off that you will see that, hey, the food the person eats is the food you don't like. But you see, usually what you, don't, what you don't have is what looks nice to you. Yes. Does it, you see, cool, very cool, laid back guys, they like these iron ladies. Because they marvel at the strength. I mean, they, I mean, they look like a miracle to them. So, I mean, you can get this done. It's like, it's like you don't get tired. But, see, but sometimes the ladies also don't, they don't know what is good for them. So, you, so a good person is going to say, no, I don't like, but the person that will work for you is this laid back. The person you are looking for, active on the move, he won't like you. He won't like you. No, he won't like you at all. And you will clash a lot. Yeah, no, he won't like you. Because what you can do, he can do. You move, he moves. He will even move before you. Yeah. Some of these slow, dark guys, they don't have money. No, it's true. One of the, a leading cause of poverty is laziness. Yes. So depending depending on who you are, if you are a gold digger, gold snatcher, then you say you don't like him. But you see, what I, my advice to you, my advice to you in the on the current market, <laughs> my advice to you, are you listening to me? My advice to you would be that be content that you can work and you can make money. He will be able to make, of course, who allow him to be a kept, a kept man? Yes. He must spend some money. Yes. So, we'll, we'll encourage him to get a basic job. At least to get a job. Yes. At least be an, I don't want to say, I mean, you can't say that. You, you are about to put me into trouble. You can, I almost said it too. I almost. No. You get him. You get a basic job. Like basic salary. Yeah, that's the basic. At least he has something. Even what he makes, you can you you, you discover that you will take it from him to manage the home. He won't mind. 
you take his money, pay the rent, pay this. He will not even know what you've done. Or he'll say, when his socks is, is missing, he'll just, say, he'll just tell you that, darling, my socks. That you tell, all you have to do, look, are you listening to me? It sounds funny, but I'm not joking though. All you have to say is that, oh, darling, don't worry, I'll get you socks. I'll get you socks. You see, be happy with what you have and enjoy what you have. And understand why you, ha- or you have what you have and how you came by what you have. And so say, no, I want somebody who, I also want someone who will buy me tights. No. He doesn't know where tights are sold. Yes. He doesn't know. And by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, God made us all. Remember that. There's no accident. There's no mistake. There's no someone that is better than the other. Yes. Because the way you are, you will need somebody. You see, a very laid back person is a very patient person. And you need someone who can tolerate your, your ways and your things. Yes. You need someone who can, who can live with it. Another type will not be able to live with it. One, two, it will be back on my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. On your way out, shut the shut it. Yes. So you would have worked. You're supposed to finish at five, you finish at eight. You get home at nine. When you when you come, he's watching Sky Sports. He doesn't even know the cost. He's watching it. Don't, don't laugh. I'm telling you, Rethi, he's watching it. He's watching it. He hasn't eaten. He's waiting for you to come and feed him. Yes, because even to get out of the couch to go and organize the food, he, 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 there's no energy. But you have to understand the person. And ask yourself, this one and having an empty home, which one is better? Yes. You have to ask yourself. Because you need the spams for the babies. If you tell that he's supplying spams, he has given you spams. Give you three powerful spams. Because you've come home at nine o'clock and he hasn't done anything. One of the children is lying here. Another one is lying there. So you are coming to complain. I've tell, if I'm your counselor, I'll tell you that. Look, be quiet. Be quiet. What you have, that, the thing you're calling a problem is not a problem. It is not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. You are even sane because you have him in your life. Do you understand saying? You are normal because you have him in your life. So be quiet. Yeah. Quiet and stop fighting over pounds. What are you going to do with the pounds? The person who can make pounds he, also make, he will call you in your office and drive you out of the house. He, he will wake up one day and say that you should stop working. And then now you are depressed. Hmm? You just say, look, I can't. You'll be sitting in front of me. You come and sit in front of the pastor. You say, look, I can't. I, can't. I, need, I need a warm house. Not that by the time we all both get into the house, the house is cold. No, when I enter, I need the house to be warm. Either she changes her job and becomes the job you are suggested. So you, you run shifts and be there. Yeah. Wow. 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 
Okay, see that you, I can see that you are thinking. Hmm? But if you don't become if you don't become wise, you remain single for a long time. Because you don't know what is good for you. You don't know what is good and what will work for you. You don't know what will work for you. But this is what will work for you. I'm cool. Let's all go. Cool. If you're working in the shop, you see for you turn around, he's way behind you. But he says, Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> and it's true, he's coming. He hasn't left you. He'll follow, he'll follow you everywhere. You have to enjoy it. No, you have to enjoy it. That's what you work for. You have to enjoy. Learn how to enjoy what is good for you. Not comparing with other things and other people. When you are not those people. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That you are not moral. So you can't say that he's always with Morel. You see, he's, he's with Morel. He's with Morel and Samson. He's always with Morel and Samson. Hey, Me, he's like, he's like, hey, this. But if when I'm with Morel, that's what I say, watch. Just watch who is talking. Just watch who is talking. Then I'm sitting down with them. Watch who is talking. Just watch and see who is talking. See if I'm the one talking or them. And laughing and see who is laughing. See who finds what funny. I don't find it. I don't find anything funny. <laughs> yes. But just watch. If like if you are curious, watch. Watch and see who is talking. And who is cracking jokes. And who can't keep her hands to herself when she's talking to someone and he keeps slapping us. Watch. Anyway, I asked for John. I said fun, fun, John, John fourteen, not fun fourteen. <laughs> okay, okay, John chapter fourteen. Okay, he says that. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and then bring all things to your remembrance. Now, the word remembrance is what I want us to see now. It's the word hypomimnesco. I'll spell it for you. I'll spell it. Spell it for you. Are you writing it? H-Y-P-O. M-I-M-N-E-S-K-O. So, hypo, mim, then nesco. Nesco, nisco, hypo, hypo, mim, nisco. Now, what does it mean? Number one, it means the impartation of thoughts. Two, it means to put something into your mind. Three, it means to put something into your remembrance. Four, it means to remind someone. So it means impartation of thoughts. Put something into your mind. Put something into your remembrance. 
heaven to remind someone. That's hypomemnesco. So you will discover that your most, your most spiritual experiences that you will ever have will be having certain thoughts put in your mind. But so far, we've underestimated the thoughts that occur to us. But those are the most spiritual experiences. Before somebody decides, I don't like someone again, or I don't like a church again, or I don't like a person, something occurs to him. Something will occur to you. How do you deal with that thing that has just occurred to you? Are you going to allow it to grow, mature, barefoot, or you're going to kill it there and then? And then when people start sharing things with you, too, they're affecting you. So the things you've never thought of. You are happy, free-spirited, flowing around. If someone they share something with you, suddenly everything is different. Because thoughts have eyes. Thoughts have eyes. As long as it's put in your mind, you begin to see what you have not seen before. You begin to see it. So you see, all the things I've been saying, though we are laughing and this, I've been fighting. It's been a battle. This sermon is like, it's like a battle. I've been fighting. Though we are laughing, but I've been fighting throughout since I stood here. I have been fighting and battling. Battling things that have been put in people's heads or things that are going to be put in people. I'm fighting. When you hear, reject this because this thing, this is what it means. This, when you hear this, it means this. And I'm trying to diffuse thoughts, diffuse strongholds. To liberate you so that God can use you. Because Satan doesn't want God to use you. Me, I wish all of you were pastors. I wish this was my pastor's London pastor's meeting. Can you imagine what the main church will actually be like? If this pastor's meeting. But when you don't. Where is Eric? The dancing star. Okay, he's here. Look. What was I saying before I remembered, Eric? Yes. When you don't, when you don't respect and admire and honor pastors now. How, do you, how would you get into that office? Do you understand? When you say negative things, negative discussions, how do you get into that office? You even, you even, you even convince yourself, you see, Satan will assist to convince yourself that you are not called. Do you, do, you, do you think he honestly cares what you, which church you go to? No, he doesn't care. He care what he cares about is don't serve God, don't work for God. So where you work for God, he will approach you. He will use any means possible to approach you from that place. He will give you reasons. Because how can you have? How can you? How can you laugh at people who are married and then you ever marry? After you laugh, they say this married. <laughs> waste of time look at what he say as I'm preaching I'm saying that look maybe some of you what you deserve is a cool guy what's a big cool guy what cool guy what can I how can I sit with such if he's a man he must come and look after me 
I can only give you an advice. It's not a case. But you'll be looking after yourself for a long time to come. <laughs> Unless you change your mind. You have to change your mind. Yes. You have to change your way of thinking. Yes. Otherwise, you'll be looking after yourself for a long time. A long time. You have to adjust. To adjust some things. You say, look, I'll take this. I'll take, I'll, take, I'll take this lady. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. She's nice. She's nice. She's nice. She hasn't got it. She hasn't got it. But she's nice. Who has everything? The person you thought had everything when you took her home. Have you not? Just, uh, look, it's a question I won't ask. I won't ask. But in every home, there are disappointments. See, it will. Yes. The, the day before you married, you thought you thought that week was the last time you when as you even the rice was in the rice cooker, you were dancing in front of the rice cooker saying that this is my last time. This is my last time. This is my last time. You won't see me again. This is my last time. I'm not cooking. What you didn't know? What did you know that now you'll be cooking for two? You'll be cooking for two. But you didn't know that. You'll be cooking for two and seven. Now, when you go, when the rice cooker sees you, say, the rice cooker says, Are you back? No, 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 no. you're back. <laughs> I thought you said you were going for life. Hmm. Okay, now let's, let's finish the service. Three ways that thoughts can be imparted. One, men can impart thoughts into you. Mark 4.24 And he said unto them, take heed what you hear. With what measure you made it shall be measured unto you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. So take heed what you hear, the things you hear. Be careful about the things you hear. Examples of famous impartation of thoughts and ideas are from people like Darwin and Robert Ingersoll. They can be blamed for the impartation of the widespread and pervading atheism. And humanism in Europe. Humanism is simply a line of thinking that emphasizes human reasoning, human fulfillment, human achievement, human science, but rejects the importance of belief and faith in God. Yes. So these two people they just spread they just spread an ideology and a concept. It affected Europe and the Western world. The names are Darwin and Robert Ingersoll. Yes. Hmm. So sometimes you see some of the ideas. So it depends on the group you are in. You see, sometimes you see a group of friends. They all share the same ideology. They believe in the same thing. Whether it's wrong or crazy, they believe in the same. So they all behave the same way. When the leader is rebellious, you see, they all become rebellious. For no reason. They, they almost look like clowns or puppets. 
It's like a leader is some way. So we all, it's like that's how you must be. We're all some way. Have you ever asked yourself who, who initiates fashion? Before everybody else is wearing a hairstyle. We're all in the world. I mean, when I was growing up, my mother used to wear, wear wigs. My sisters used to laugh at wigs. Jesus, what is on your head today? <laughs> my sisters used to laugh at it. That were wig. I mean, how? Suddenly. So uh, you just ask yourself, when did this? Because you all still have hair. Where is your hair? Why don't you have confidence in your hair anymore? It's not like you are bald. You all have hair. Yes. But somebody says, somebody says, it's time. For the next how many years, we are going to wear wigs. Brazilian hair. Whatever hair. Ponytails. That's the tail of a horse. That's been converted into hair. And then that's it. Everybody's wearing it. That's how ideas spread. That's how ideas spread. Just walking with someone, you have to tell you, you're just eating your five pound pizza. And then someone just throws a comment in there about the church. And then suddenly you are affected. Because you seem to value the company of that person more than your salvation. Yes. So you're affected. And you start swallowing it. You don't, you don't even feel like going to church anymore. You have zeal for church. You don't have zeal for church anymore. You go to church as and when you like. I said, when you feel like it, it's called backsliding. <laughs> you can't blame anybody for your backsliding. At all. It's called back. That's the name for it. It's backsliding. How did you start backsliding? Somebody spread an idea. And you lost energy. You lost zeal. You lost strength for it. That's how you're affected. Wow. Second way by which thoughts are spread. The Holy Spirit can impart thoughts into you. John 14, 26. That's what we just read. Bring all things. The, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send, shall teach you all things. And he shall also bring things to your remembrance. And then three, angels can also impart thoughts to you. Revelation 1 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. May you see angels. Amen. And then four. I told you three, isn't it? Let me give you an extra one. That's what we are talking about demons. Can impart thoughts into you. Second Corinthians ten four. Casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against, against. Understand the verse. Against the knowledge of God. Imaginations and thoughts that are against what you know of God. 
or what God is teaching you, what God is giving you, a thought comes that is against anti-biblical thoughts. Anti the word of God. Then you know that the person speaking is Satan. And the voice you are hearing are demons. Casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Anything that makes you disobey, you have to capture it. Come on. We're going to obey Christ. We're going to obey Christ. We're going to follow Jesus. We're going to follow Jesus till we die. Amen. We're going to serve Jesus till we die. Amen. We're going to be in church forever. Amen. We're going to serve God forever. Amen. We're going to live for God forever. Amen. Stand to your feet and pray for yourself. Casting down imaginations. Wow. I mean, if you have some thoughts and some things that you need to cast down this afternoon, and if you need to cast it down, you cast it down. You see, when, when you are with someone, are you listening to me or you are walking? Peace be still. Just be still for two seconds. When you are with, you are with someone who has a lot of, a lot of negative thoughts, you will see that you will feel, you will feel bad and you will feel guilty. You will feel like you are not a good person. So you have to, cons- if it's a relationship, you will constantly be giving the person assurance. I love you. I like you. I love you. I like you. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that you are a very caring and loving person. You are being controlled by someone who is filled with bad thoughts. Every time you have to assure the person. Every time, every, if every time um, um, Sela sings, I have to say, oh, thank you very much. You know, I really, I really want to say a big thank you for Madame Sela for the beautiful songs. Can we all please put our hands together for Sela? But you see, it's, it's controlling. It's, it's hard. I will not remember it every Sunday. And then when I, I miss it, and then she's gloomy. That means, so, but you see, when I'm free, I don't say thank yous. I don't say, ask her when she gets what I send the message that, oh, today you sound, there's nothing. We are living. The next you hear from me is, is songs to sing. It means, you see, it means, it doesn't mean that I don't value or appreciate the person. It rather means that I'm free. The person hasn't got bad thoughts. Hasn't got bad thoughts. I don't feel the person has bad thoughts to ask her, so, uh, um, uh, your breakfast, somebody did your breakfast cost because I feel that by the time you finish singing, all the breakfast has dissolved in your body. So I want to pay you back for them. It's difficult. It's difficult. So you have people filled with bad thoughts. You're always giving assurance, always saying things. You have to always say thank you. Have to always remember pulpit stars. Thank you very much for pulpiting and starring and starring the pulpit. <laughs> this is like every time. Very controlling, very, very difficult to stay with such a person and be with such a person. But you have to, you have to be conscious to do what is right. You can't be yourself. You always have to do what is right. You always have to do what is right. You, have to, you always have to remember to do what is right. You always have to remember to preach a nice message because as you are preaching, like, these people can be offended. So you can't even give any example. But the examples I'm giving, I've been giving these examples since I was giving these examples. It's only when you fall into a date that you will notice some examples. But it's been there. It's been there forever and ever. It's been there forever and ever. Do you know when the book of loyalty and disloyalty was, was written? Many, many years. Many, 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 many years ago. 
Did you want to read it? You see this? Hey, it's talking about. No, it was written many years. It's a, it's, pro, it's a prophecy. Unfortunately, you are fulfilling the prophecy. I mean, not you, but somebody. You will never fulfill the prophecy of this royalty. I can just take it now and start reading. Some of you will start thinking about somebody. But it was written, when it was written, that person was in primary school. Yes. There was no first love when it was written. It's a prophetic statement that is lying there. It's just lying there calmly. Calmly. It's just a reading. You see, you see, hey, why? Why is it independence? It's that we are there. But it's, it's been said. So when we can't preach it, we can't share it. Somebody is full of evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. So check your friends around you. When you, you, don't, you don't make them feel free, they can't joke with you, they can't laugh, they can't be happy. You have too many negative thoughts. Yeah, too many negative thoughts. We banish all of it. Amen. Yes. Can you have your beloved? You can't laugh. You always have to be careful to, to give her to give her three three tablets of love every day. Six AM, twelve noon, and six PM. It's like today you haven't said I love you. Today you haven't messaged me. Today you haven't that it's it's tedious. It's tedious. You're going to be an A1 brother. So every morning, I love you. You sleep in each other's arms. Hey, but summer is hot, oh. Hey. I mean, the things that mean love to some people is hard, oh. It's very, very high. So that is love. I have to reply to every text you send. That means I love you. It's hard, oh. Now you are punishing me. I can't reply to everything. Yes. Be assured because that I love. When I loved you, I haven't changed my mind. It's still intact. There's nothing. Every time I love you, I love you too. I miss you. I miss you too. I'm thinking about you. I was also just thinking about you. <laughs> You haven't turned him into a liar. Good morning, good morning. Look, I have some members here, especially from the, you know where. They can send a text, good morning, Bishop Richard, at 9 a.m. They are waiting for me to say good morning back before they say the real reason why just yes it's, a, it's like a tradition it's like we say good morning you have to get good morning before you say you can't just start talking yeah and it's very hard for me very very hard I mean, i'm telling you it's one of my weekends you can pray for me about it one of my difficulties is to respond to a good morning or good afternoon i can respond to issues Bring the issue. Don't even say hello. Don't say anything. Bring the issue. I'll respond. I don't need good mornings to live. I live by grace. By the grace. Yes. But, but do you understand? But see, when you, have, when you have this kind of 
perfecto. Correcto. Well brought up, well trained, well cultured. Look, they can, I'm telling you, they can say good morning. When I said good evening at 9 p.m., then they say, yes, um, Bishop Richard, please. Uh, I trust you are well in everything. I wanted to. Oh, look, it's hard. It's hard. I'm telling you, it's hard. It's hard. It's very, very hard. We can't, we can't live like that. It's hard. It's not, it's not even real. It's not even real. It's not even real. It's not even real. Many years ago. Are you enjoying my stories? Many years ago, I heard of a marriage counselor. I was counseling some people saying that when you want to make love to your wife, you have to. You have to. <laughs> look, look, I'm not making up a story. I'm telling you. I, had, I, was, I was very young then. I'm sure I was a teenager or just finishing teenage years. He said, you have to. You have to. Pray with her. You have to pray. Do you understand? Father, as we are about to consummate this marriage, Father, we thank you. And then when you finish, then you ask her for permission that can we please... uh, But you see, even you, you're not married. I don't know how you know how it happens. Even you're not married. But you see, Practically, practically. I mean, will you even know when you are ready to consummate? Before you, before you lift up a worship song. Huh? There's none like you. I mean, very idealistic idealistic way of living and doing things. It makes it tedious to relate with. Tedious. Hard. Hard. One day. A brother. In another country. He doesn't talk. There's no problem. He doesn't really. I mean, I know him, but there's no relationship. There's nothing. Then one morning, I saw one of these good morning texts. And I said, hey, it's hard. It's hard. So I actually have to say good morning back before he will say what it is. Then I said, so I just replied, hi. Hello. Hi is quicker than good morning. Then he said, Sorry to bother you this morning. I know you don't hear from me and I don't communicate. And uh, sorry to bring this information to you at this time. Uh, Will it be okay to call you? (laughs) I almost said, I almost said, buy a ticket and come. But you see, you see, as you can see, all this, it looks very decent. It's like decent, well-trained. I mean, these are like proper things. This is a proper way of doing things. But the reason why it's being misused and overemphasized is because people have very bad thoughts in their minds. 
I haven't said you don't communicate with me, but he said, sorry to bother you, I don't communicate. So the person has bad, a lot of bad thoughts. You see, when you don't have those bad thoughts, that's the point I'm making. You are free, you are free spirit, you relate freely. You don't think I'm going to bother him. It's a disturbance. I have to do this. I have to fulfill all protocol. You, none of those things. When you bring those things in, rather, the relationship becomes unhealthy. Yes. At the end of the day, do you know what he was going to tell me? His father has died. So he's these kind of traditional people. My father has died, so I have to look in the region who is the bishop or whatever in the region. I have to inform him that my father has passed away. It took you hours with speeches. 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 Good morning. Good morning back. Sorry to bother you. Can I call? I know. I know. I know. I don't communicate. What are all these confessions? (laughs) (laughs) Do you honestly think when I wake up in the morning, I'll be sitting there thinking, Nana is this, Nana is that, Nana has done this, Nana is like that. I mean, why? I mean, look, I'm enjoying my breakfast though. My cereal is very nice. My cereal is very, 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 very nice. I'm enjoying it. (laughs) Enjoying it and looking at pictures from different churches. (laughs) Say, hey, this church is growing. (laughs) This one is the same. (laughs) There's this, I'm just listening to messages, be happy, there's happy. Then you are sitting there and say, good, mo- good morning, Bishop. I said, good morning. He doesn't, he's not responding. Hmm? I told you. Anytime I go near, he rejects me. He's even online. I can see he's online. I can see he's typing somewhere. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you even check that someone is online or not? It's, a, it's not hard work. It's hard work. Me, I don't know when you are online and when you are not. Oh, I don't know. You are being healed today from all negative thoughts and all bad thoughts. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be free in Jesus' name. Pray for yourself. Lord, I'm free. Free from negative thoughts, bad thoughts. No matter how simple and how good it looks. Are you praying for yourself? Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray seriously for yourself. Cancel every negative thing that has been whispered to you. Whisperings. Discussions. Conspiracies. Cancel them from your life. Allow God to use you. Allow God to work through you. Become a vessel of honor. A vessel of blessing. (laughs) 
Father, thank you for healing our minds, healing our hearts, giving us good thoughts, great thoughts, good imaginations, great imaginations, Lord. Spirit-filled thoughts, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Turn us, convert us into vessels of honor, Lord. Vessels that you like. Vessels that you can use, Lord. Vessels that would build your house and build your church and not break down your church. Tell be every spirit that destroys the church and attempts to destroy the church. Attempts to destroy a soul. Attempts to destroy a life. Tell be that spirit. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for sweet minds and sweet thoughts and sweet imaginations. Give us a spirit of loyalty, the spirit of faithfulness, the spirit of stability and joy in your house. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to pray for you. I want to say a special prayer for some of us here today. Maybe you are here for the first time. Somebody invited you to church for the first time. Or you've been going to church, but deep in your heart, you know you're far from God. You feel far from God. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This afternoon, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be forgiven. I can't continue the life I'm living. I want a new life. I want a better life. God's love is reaching out to you today. Today, if you're here, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, just lift up your right hand, wherever you are, and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my heart. Lift up high so I can see you. Lift up high. God bless you. I can see it. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. You also want to join. Say, Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. I can see your hand. I need Jesus. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life today. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see your hands. I see your hands. You have your hand lifted up. I want you to do one more thing very quickly. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat. Come. Yes, come. Come very quickly. Come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand. But you want to give your life to Jesus. Come quickly. Come. Come. Yes. Come to Jesus. Come. Come. Yes, there is room. I'm waiting for you. Are you coming? Come. 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 You can always walk with your friend to the cross. Come. Don't be shy. Come to Jesus. Come. Close your eyes, bow your heads with me. Let's say this prayer. Those of you in front, say this prayer after me. Church, help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am a sinner. I am a very bad person. Please have mercy on me. Please forgive me of every bad thing I have done. Please forgive me 
of every sin I have committed. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Heavenly Father, please wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I'll serve you, Jesus. I'll live for you, Jesus. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. And you are my Master. Thank you, Father, for today. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, let them be blessed. Let them be established in your house. Let them serve you for the rest of their years. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please receive this gift. God bless you. Congratulations. And at the close of service, those of you in front, if you just come right here where these wonderful people are waving their hands, we would like to talk to you briefly before you go back. So at the close of service, just come right back here and we'll see you briefly. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. Clap for them. Take your seats as we receive the communion. Tell me. <laughs> He's asking if he should hold it for me. <laughs> Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus well, is the way. Aisha and Maria help. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. For the world today, above him there's no other, Jesus is the way, Jesus is the answer for the world today, above him there's no other, Jesus is the way. If you have some questions in the corners of your mind, traces of discouragement, the peace you cannot find, reflections of your past seem to face you every day. But this one thing I do know, if Jesus is the way, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the
Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Father, let every bread and every drink be blessed, Lord. I declare this is the body of Christ and this is the blood of Jesus. May bring strength to your people. May bring health to your people. May bring healing to your people. May your power fill our lives, fill our bodies, Lord. May every secret weakness be cancelled and be replaced with strength today, Lord. Let strength come into the bodies of your people. May every secret perversion of the enemy be cancelled and blotted out by the blood of Jesus, Lord. Let there be life. Let there be strength. Let there be sanity. Thank you, Father, that every struggle, every evil struggle and difficulty is overturned by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for your help today. We receive help. We receive divine help. We receive help today from above. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name. That night in which Christ was betrayed, the scripture says that he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Take it and eat it. And as often as you do this, you do show my death till I come. In the same manner of the supper also, he took the cup and he blessed it. And he said, this is my blood in the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of the sins of many. He said, drink it. Today as you drink it, and as you eat it, you eat the Lord's body, and you are drinking the Lord's blood. Life comes into you. Strength comes into you. Victory comes into you. I declare that whatever you have not been able to overcome, you shall overcome it today. Every invisible enemy assigned against you is overcome today. Every army of wickedness released against your life, your home, your family, your schoolwork, your career, your job, anything that concerns you, I block that army by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ. Eat it. May this blood you are about to drink answer on your behalf. May it answer every accusation, every voice of wickedness, 
every voice of evil. Every mistake you've ever made. Every door you have opened accidentally to the enemy. May the blood respond on your behalf. May the blood of Jesus answer on your behalf. May you be hidden under the blood and behind the the curtain of the blood of Jesus. The enemy will never find you. The enemy will never have access to you. The enemy is denied. The blood says access denied. The enemy will not gain entry into your life. In Jesus name. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. God bless you. Amen. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.